Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D here. We're honored to have Coach Donnie Bostwick of the Oklahoma Wesleyan University, a great coach down there. He's an alumni of John Brown. He played basketball there, a native of northeastern Oklahoma, coached in both NAI Division I and NAI Division II, spent six seasons at Southwestern Assemblies of God University, and entering his seventh year at Oklahoma Wesleyan. Coach Bostwick has coached more than 12 All-Americans, five NAI Players of the Year. He's a skilled teacher and speaker. Coach Bostwick has directed basketball camps all over the world and has spoke at many prestigious events, including the NC2A Final Four, and he also speaks for Glacier Coaching Clinics. Welcome, Coach. Very uh, humble that you uh, give me the opportunity. Well, Coach, you had a amazing season last year, 30-4, and four. Uh, you had a, a just a fantastic team. You were ranked number one of much of the year. You lost that heartbreaker to St. Francis of Illinois. Could you talk a little bit about your season? We'll talk about a little bit about the seniors that you've graduated and then the resolve that your team has going into this season after that heartbreaking loss. I came back to Oklahoma Western University after being gone for six years. Put together, you know, God put together a pretty uh, amazing team pretty quickly. I had three players, one that played with me, but two other players that I brought with me that I signed and recruited down there. But I'd actually sent a couple players here that uh, wanted to play for me and one I'd recruited. And my former assistant was the head coach of Oklahoma Western before I returned. So it kind of just all came together um, in a couple of years pretty quickly uh, where we had a, a group of seniors that, uh, you know, experienced and, and talented, had links. Uh, and all the things that uh, you know you want to put together to have a really good team, and, and it was a really special group. Uh, we call our season the, the Love Tour. Michigan had a revenge tour because they had lost a lot of tough road games the year before, and, and uh, I think they ended up losing. You know, just came up short, and so at least that's why what's even better than love uh, and revenge, and not, you know we called it love. So we just said if we can love each other more than uh, our opponents, uh, you know, want to beat us, um, then we'll have a chance to do something special. And, I was on my second second time to to reach number one with the with the team that early in the season. We've been to number one two three different times, different places. But uh, um, to win thirty games, to have a chance to uh, to try to repeat was was our goal. You know, uh, we won the conference championship and and set ourselves up in a pretty good situation. If you just look at the the end result of the season, there's only one team every year that has success. And I've had teams that just to make the tournament was an amazing accomplishment, probably bigger than a national championship team that we've had. So last year, you know, we, we, uh, we had a tough draw, in my opinion, a really, uh, a really well-coached team that was really disciplined. And, and you know, I kind of consider it like an Army football team. You know, they limit the possessions. They make it a game where you're going to have to beat them in a, in a, in a game that's not necessarily uh, the possessions you want. We were, we were going to try to speed the game up and do what we wanted. We're up to 10 with about three minutes left in the half. And, I may make a run right before half to cut it uh, to two-point game. And then it was just on. We got some foul trouble, and um, they hit some big shots. It was a battle down to the last couple minutes. To give them credit, they made the plays, and, and you know, we didn't win the game. Um, I'd like to say I hope it's going to be a Virginia Cavaliers situation where, you know, they, they got knocked off, and then it seemed like God had some kind of divine intervention and, and uh, mm-hmm. led them all the way back, you know. But, yeah. you know, that would be an awesome situation. But, you know, you know how it is. It's a... It's a once again, you can start another journey and enjoy the process. Well, you know, that's the way sports are. The, the opponent gets a vote, Coach. 
Uh, you had a you had a couple great players that that I just like you to touch on because they were they were so important to your program. KJ Malvo, five ten guard out of Fort Worth. What a stat line! He had one hundred and twenty four assists, over fourteen points. He hit eighty one threes. He what a what a player, coach. Yeah, KJ's a great leader, great player. Uh, signed originally at Old Roberts University. I've known him since he was like sixth grade. He went to Division One. Going to bounce back. Uh, when when ORU switched coaches, the new coach took a different guard because the, uh, he had, had somebody coming with him. And, you know, when that happened, it, it was kind of perfect timing and, and guys see my direction. And he was a great leader. You know, tough tough to replace a point guard. I've had uh, God bless me with about, I think, 15 straight years of All-American point guards. And so, you know, that's a lot of our success. For him and, and his team is going to be hard to do. Well, you also uh, going to lose a couple couple others. Uh, another big loss is going to be Joshua Wilchcomb, X six eight forward out of Elmont, New York, fifty blocks, big force in the middle, thirteen points. He, along with Roe and Lawrence, uh, young men out of Mansfield, Texas, and Dallas, Texas. You're going to miss them this year, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, Isaac's the six eight, play one through five. Two-time All-American, Big Josh is an incredible story testimony to, to tell you all day. You know, he told his testimony in our FDA, and 35 kids came to Christ. We baptized him in our pond on campus. That's, that's what kind of kid Josh is, and just just an amazing story. Love the Lord. He's playing professionally in Finland uh, right now. Uh, Isaac is finishing up school, but he'll be playing in Europe as well. And you know, just going to be impossible to replace as far as the talent, the kind of kids they were. Isaac was a four-year player for me and somebody I watched develop and grow. And, and Elbert played for me as well as a freshman all the way through. And just wonderful young men. You're going to have very successful careers. And been, I was real lucky to have them and have chance to pour into them. And they'll be better men for playing for you. Uh, any Anybody who thinks that uh, Oklahoma Wesleyan is going to be down this year, we're going to talk about this year's team after the break. You know that Coach Bostwick's going to kind of bring in some some talent but coach before we do that could you talk to us you have an incredible coaching journey you know from Vinta High School to now one of the most respected coaches in NAI could you just talk about your journey that how did you get where you are today uh it's pretty funny uh I try to make it abbreviated because it's a pretty long journey you know uh I came from a small town in Oklahoma northeast Oklahoma called Pryor really nobody came out of my family or nobody came out of Pryor to ever play college basketball and I, nobody really came out of my family to go to college but I, I had a passion to get out of the side of town basketball was kind of that ticket my father was a hard worker um he didn't have uh, a relationship with his father and lived with his high school basketball coach and uh my mom had great faith and my dad was a hard worker and kind of took on those two traits and uh mm-hmm. he would go hard you know hard to work every day as a bricklayer to give me a chance to go to basketball camps and so it, you know in the early 80s i was going to Oklahoma Baptist and Oklahoma Christian basketball camps and meeting people like Bob Hoffman uh, and Dan Hayes. And, and those coaches became the guys that, uh, you know, I, I looked upon. My dad was my hero, and he coached in the Little League, and he coached softball and basketball and did a lot of things. But those guys were like, man, these guys are at Christian universities. And the Sooner Athletic Conference at that time period was, you know, and I think Oklahoma, I think in 1966, Oklahoma Baptist was actually the first predominantly Christian university to win a NAIA title. And then in 1981, Southern Nazarene, I think, was the next one. And it was uh, it was pretty powerful. 1937, I guess, Morningside played in the championship game. But it was until 1966 that actually 
that I saw when I was doing some research that the first predominantly Christian university uh, won a title. And okay. So I was in the middle of that senior conference and seeing uh, a Christian university compete and, and, and try to win a championship at the highest level. And so I started just admiring that. And people like uh, Don Meyer, uh, David Lipscomb uh, went on to win a championship in 86. And uh, I just, I saw those gentlemen, you know, the dream birthed in me that I could do that someday, hopefully. And I uh, started coaching high school basketball, played at John Brown University uh, after junior college. We won in 1991. We won the NCCAA, National Christian College Athletic Association uh, Championship. And back then there was uh, close to 600 in the high schools, one division, one team went out of your district. Uh, a couple of years before that, people like Scotty Pippen and Dennis Rodman were in the in our district, so it was hard to get out of that district. So we went on to, to beat schools like Malone uh, and the Masters. They were top 25 schools. We beat Buffalo with Mike Lightfoot uh, to win that championship. And so once again, NEI basketball was just brand kind of in my in my blood. And coached high school for a couple of years, um, and I had a chance to go back to John Brown University and be an assistant coach and help build our program even to another level. They joined the Sooner Conference, and, and my dad, I remember him saying something to me like, son, you might as well just stay in high school coaching. You get a big impact using FCA and that sort of thing. And I'm not sure you can win, you know, doing the right thing all the time when kids are graduating at a Christian school and all that kind of stuff um, without bringing just transfers in and may not graduate. My dad was the kind of guy who knew how to challenge me. You know, I knew whenever he told me that, I was like, well, you also said everything's possible through God and nothing's impossible. I believe that's what I'm supposed to do. So I went back to John Brown as an assistant and worked hard. Very blessed in 2005 to win the national championship. And uh, just a miraculous ride. A kid named Brandon Cole, like this year, uh, we lost eight seniors. Uh, his And everybody predicted us to be last, kind of like Ryan Nottingham this last year. At Spring Harbor, and mm-hmm. God kind of showed up in a big way. And two, two young guards took us all the way to the national championship for sophomore junior year. We won it, and um, got a taste of what that was like. And uh, in 2007, I was blessed to have the opportunity to be a head coach at Oklahoma Wesleyan, and you know, I took a program that, that had never made the tournament, and really. But to be honest with you, we had very little scholarship money, and it looked like a horrendous job. To be honest with you. Um, compared to what I was at at John Brown, even God just took over. He said, "Put me first. Watch what I do." And uh, you know, two years later, we're we're national champions. We've been 120 and 20 over four years. And then he called me to Texas and uh, another program that had 15 straight years of uh, under 500 basketball, and, and it was just primed, you know, just primed to be uh, I, the right guy at the right time. And a lot of people did a lot of work to set that program up to right where it was whenever I, I got there. And, um, once again, we, you know, the second year I was there, God took us to the national championship game and, and did some amazing things and wonderful players. And I was blessed during that time period to be around, you know, NEIA Division Two. This is the this is the last year, twenty eighth year and last year of NEIA Division Two basketball. And, you know, it started off with Jim Kessler at Grace winning the first title, and, and he's one of my one of my heroes. Like I said, Mike Lightfoot, Kim Elders, Chris Corver, Steve Jenkins, Steve Shepard, LaRocky Lamar. Greg Tonegal, Danny Miles, you know, Ryan Cunningham, all amazing men of faith that uh, have some of the highest winning percentages in all of college basketball. And, you know, the highest winning percentage right now belongs to Larry Cadera out of LSU Alexandria, 87% winning percentage over the last five years, and a wonderful man of faith. So 
I went back to John Wood, and it seems like a lot of Christian coaches that uh, put their faith first. And you know, it was it was exciting to see what Virginia did this past year with their faith, and how the same things showing up in, in coaches like Dad Sweeney at, at uh, Clemson and stuff. And you know, I think God will use anything He has to to uh, get His glory. And, and with, you know, a lot of people put basketball or sports as God these days. And um, you know, whenever my career changed, whenever. I was told I couldn't have children. I heard my son's heartbeat uh, for the first time after two miscarriages. And at that time, I just, you know, basketball for the first time dropped off the, the top, and it, it became a ministry for me. And to be honest with you, since then, God's done some amazing things. So what an amazing story, Coach Boswick. I, I, I appreciate you sharing that. Coach, could you talk a little bit about the team? When you build a team, when you put a team together, what are the team traits? What personality do you expect your team to have? I go back to, again, the two things that probably God gifted me with was a very a very hard work ethic. Uh, my dad being a bricklayer, I always like to tell guys, I know what work is, and it's not on that basketball court. Uh, get up at 5 a.m. and going out in the heat of the cold and laying brick or, you know, going to work. And I get a coach for a living, so, you know, anytime a kid can go on a court and play, I, I have the uh, opinion that you can just outwork people. What what in basketball produces you know hard work, and you have to stay the defensive end of the floor. The years we won championships, um, we've led the country in defensive field goal percentage at 37, 38 percent. We've also led the country in offensive rebounding. In '09, I remember playing the semifinal game, and we're playing Black Hills, and the coach comes over to me before the game, and he says, you guys, you know, do you realize you rebound 48% of your misses this year? And I honestly laughed and was like, I don't know how to figure that out. You know, I just know we offer to rebound. It's a requirement. <laughs> and uh, I figured that happened, you know, a little bit later on. I said, let's start monitoring that a little bit. But uh, you, you get almost half your misses. You know, on a bad night, you got a chance to win. Uh, another thing is shooting. I love to shoot the ball. And, and you know, I felt like without the scholarship levels, uh, we didn't have the size all the time. So we were really going to have to be able to shoot the ball well. And, uh, the three-point, you know, it's kind of an equalizer. And so, you know, I think 13 of the last 15 years, we've been in the top five and threes made per game. We look for certain traits. I think uh, the ability to, to shoot the ball and, and uh, the ability to, to get out and outwork people. I think faith is, is the center of our program and always will be. I think fear blocks more shots than any person ever does. And, you know, I think being fearless and playing fearless and being an example for Christ out there. We talk about meek. You know, I think meek in the world's eyes is weak. Uh, he's a meek one to hurt the earth. And I look as meek as uh, the definition in the Bible is power under control. And mm-hmm. We have the Holy Spirit in us, which is the most powerful, <laughs> the most powerful person on earth. As Jesus left and returned, Holy Spirit that you know, raised him from the dead. So we should look like a, one of those strongest forces. People should look at our teams or other Christian teams, I think, or other young men that are Christians on the court, and be like, I want to be like him, um, just strong, courageous, and uh, able to do things above and beyond their ability because um, they have the, the Spirit of God in them working. So that's kind of the traits I look for as I, as I go out and recruit young men that have hearts that want to, you know, give God glory. Uh, our theme, you know, now is for his glory. It's always been kind of the, the one underlying theme that we've always kind of stood by. Well, Coach Bostwick, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about the 2019-2020 version of the Oklahoma Wesleyan University basketball. It sounds good. Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D. I want everybody to please favorite this podcast and go to Twitter and follow us, Cascade Hoop Talk, at Cascade Hoop Talk. We're with Coach Donnie Bostwick, Oklahoma Wesleyan. Welcome back, Coach. Hey, it's good to be back. 
So let's talk about the 2019-2020 Oklahoma Wesleyan team. You've got some returners. you got uh, Brooks Haddock out of Muskogee, 6'2 forward. Good year for you last year, 81 threes, 11 points. Lance Tipton, he's going to be a senior. 6'5 forward out of Midlothian, Texas. He hit 76 threes, average 11 points. And then Jansen Letsky out of Owasso, Oklahoma. You want to talk about those returners, Coach? You bet. The first two guys you mentioned, uh, Lance, LT, and Brooks Haddock, honestly, I'll put them up against any two shooters in the country. Two of the best shooters uh, I've coached. I got the privilege to coach Lance for four years, uh, for three years. He he played for me as a freshman with Sir Athletic Conference freshman of the year, and then I came to Oklahoma Westland. Uh, he came his junior year and transferred, so I've watched him grow and develop, and man, he's had an incredible preseason, and I'm looking forward to seeing how he leads this senior year. Um, he, he joined a team that was already put together last year and did a good job of kind of playing his role. I think he'll have a chance to go to another level this year. Brooks Haddock, one of the, the most uh, impressive lines of the year, I think uh, averaged like 12 points in 14 minutes, uh, shot 94%, 40, 44, 45 from three, coached a couple of the best shooters all time. And I'm going to put him in a same, at least Senate, with the way his ball goes in the net. The kid can really shoot the ball. Um, and I think he's going to have a, an incredible career just as a sophomore. So we got a couple pretty pretty good players right there to build around. Jansen Lefke is just that warrior that's a rim protector, banger, does all the dirty work. And uh, he has an incredible work ethic. And, and he put it in work this summer. And, man, I just turned his, he's turned his body into uh, a grown man. And I think he'll have a, a nice uh, nice season for us. Uh, most three returners will be the, the backbone of our team this year. Well, that'll certainly be a good core group for you. 25 years NAI experience, Coach Bostwick, you know how to fill the pipeline. You went out and you signed Cameron Dashiell, 6'1 guard out of Southern California. You know, Cam, uh, it's a true story. You know, I'm pipeline's all God for me. I'm telling you, like, here's how I got Cam. I can tell you it's about the NAI players of the year. Almost all of them, God just put in my hands. I saw an email. I get, you know, as a coach, you get about 25, 30 emails a day just from recruiting services, and it says 4.5 GPA, 27 ACT, and uh, Cam's got a dread uh, in the back, big ponytail. And I'm like, okay, I want to see what this guy's got, if he's got the GPA and the ACT like that. So uh, I don't recruit a lot of kids out of California, but I clicked on his video, and I was very impressed with his with his gears and quickness. And So I just emailed him one email. It said, uh, do you love God? And his, his answer was, uh, with all my heart, Coach, um, my, my parents really would like for me to go to a Christian school. And uh, long story short, uh, that's that's how we ended up getting him. And I, I believe he's going to be a, a really nice player. Um, as a freshman, you know, I don't know uh, until he gets out there and he's able to do it when it counts. But uh, as far as the gears, I had a kid by Dominique Rambo, uh, who was the two-time NAI player of the year. And, um, he's got that kind of athleticism and gears and, and coming in very strong as a freshman. So uh, I'm looking for him to have an impact as a freshman. Um, got a chance to be a pretty good player. And you have another young man, a freshman out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, Lincoln Christian there, six foot seven swing. His name's Caleb Stokes. Uh, yeah, Caleb's kind of in that Isaac Roll uh, line of uh, he's about six seven, can play one through four at this point, rebounds it, shoots it. Can, can run the floor, super athletic. As a freshman, you know, as talented as a kid as you're going to find, I think coming in uh, and having a chance with a good body and, and the athleticism and the length to do some really nice things this year. 
and a young man out of Argyle, Texas, six foot six, Max Valentino. A real disciplined, fundamental, tough kid, knows how to play the game. Uh, Argyle's got a really good program that's advanced in the state tournament a few years in a row back there. I think he played four years in the state tournament, knows how to win. He'll help us as a freshman as well, I think. Austin Poling, he's a lefty from Nolan Catholic there in the Dallas area. Uh, Austin, Kelly uh, Macy, man, he, I went and watched another kid that ended up signing Division One. Uh, whenever I went to uh, see him for the first time. Like I said, I wasn't watching him. And instead of watching the Division One kid, I, I watched him the whole time because I think he took five charges in the game. Uh, his understanding of defense, shot fakes, he, I love lefties. He's left-handed, just has an incredible savvy and IQ off the charts. Uh, so far in practice, we stat everything. Uh, he's got 74 assists and nine turnovers um, as a freshman in practice, and that's 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 just uh, something that's you know hard to do uh, even as a senior. And so he leads just in the hustle points, all those things that we try to do to separate ourselves from other teams. So he's going to find a way to get on the floor. It's been a great surprise, I think. Um, you know, he's a six foot kid, not super athletic, but just knows how to play. Yeah, taking charges in the Dan Miles value point system, that's one of the best ways to build up those value points is take a charge. No, that's, he may be the best I've ever seen. I mean, that's saying, that's saying an impressive – he just anticipates and will put his body out there and he has good lateral quickness. And then to beef up those returners, you went out and got Valentin Van Putin out of northeast Oklahoma. He's a transfer in. Uh, yeah, you know, I uh, – I love rebounding probably more than any coach in the country. Uh, I value that. You know, we, we, we celebrate it like it's a dunk. Uh, every time somebody gets an offensive rebound, our whole bench, you know, is cheering like crazy and that kind of thing. You know, that's one reason I believe our, our success, everybody kind of says stuff like, well, we have to get 10 guys back, you know, two or three guys back to, to be the best defensive team in the country. And I'm like, well, we want to be that too, but we want to go to the boards hard because we've got to outwork people in order to catch up with these teams that are talented and more talented than us. So I, I started looking for that rebounder, you know, because I lost Josh, big Josh from last year. And I, as you can, I, I looked at 6'10s and 6'9s and I just kept, Thinking, man, the guy's not putting up rebounds, even if he's in a Division One. Where's that? Where's that guy that can just rebound, has a net and knack to know how to go out and get it? And I just kept looking and looking, and finally, in the middle of summer, you know, six five, uh, not not super super long or anything. I want another kid I was visiting with that wanted to come to our school uh, because just the faith based stuff. He said, Coach, I got a rebounder for you. He played with me in junior college, and he's the best rebounder I've ever I've ever played with. And I'm like, uh-oh, let's, let's, let's hear about him. I said, number one, you know, is he going to be a good fit spiritually? And he said, Coach, yeah, he goes to church with me. And he came up, played with us in the summer at camp. And, boy, the guy, he averaged 10 rebounds a game, you know, two years in JUCO. He, uh, on a team that won the region, and uh, just has uh, a knack for chasing loose balls and rebounds down. And he's really quick on the second hops. And so, uh, I'm really excited about what he's going to bring for our program. He'll give us some extra, you know, strength. Our freshmen, I uh, try to get stronger, uh, more ready freshmen, you know, than sometimes you'll see come, kids coming in. But um, he's he's ready to go and uh, not going to be strong. Strength-wise, he's not going to be, any, you know, anything short of anybody else. So I'll put him out there and let him go to work against anybody. What are going to be the – the keys for you getting back to the tournament, having a good year in the Kansas uh, Collegiate Conference there and getting back to that tournament? It's really, I, I can't even be 
completely honest to tell you what we have because I haven't seen them play on the road or in the last five minutes of games. And You know, seasons come down. You know, Ryan's team was the best team last year at winning close games. Their point guard, you know, Oregon Tech's point guard, those two guys, they, they took their team to the championship. And I know it always usually starts with that leader that does that. A lot of times it's the point guard position. And, you know, we're going to depend on some young guys. And I have a young man that's, uh, played in our JV program that's redshirted last year. That's another point guard that's going to uh, help us a lot this year. And I, I really don't know, you know, how they're going to how they're going to do until we get to that moment uh, where they got to win those close games and get those big stops. And so I do believe we'll compete well this year. I we want to miss some trip to start the year. Uh, last year we joined Indiana Wesleyan. It was kind of funny. Uh, us and Indiana Wesleyan are in the Dominican Republic on a mission trip. And then us in Indiana Wesleyan ended up number one in the country at the end of the year. I know we didn't win the championship either one of us. You know, a good friend Ryan Ryan did and uh, did a good job of representing in Oregon Tech. You know, I couldn't have thought of two two good teams, great coaches that represent right any more so than us not you know representing. But uh, we uh, we had a mission trip early, and I felt like our team had a unique bond. They really uh, uh, have a closeness. Uh, sustained effort, sustained attitude, as good as I've ever had. And that's a great starting point. So I don't know what we're going to do. I think we have the makings of something special. If that's going to be able to happen in one year or if it's, you know, two years down the road or next year, I'm not sure. But uh, I know David, David was young in the Bible and he did some great things and some other, you know, guys did too. So we're just going to go into it believing, you know, we may be that, uh, we maybe that spring harbor this year that Indiana Wesleyan from two years ago that kind of, you know kind of is young and everything else that does something special. Well, Coach, we really appreciate your time. Your time. We certainly wish you well as you start the season at the end of the month. Here, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Um, last year, at the beginning of the year, that's that exact same time as this. Uh, I had a miracle. Uh, I won't go into details on it, but uh, out of that miracle. Uh, I started a ministry called Spirit Led Coach. Um, you can go to spiritledcoach.com. Uh, I got a website there and, and learn more about it. Um, it's just a faith-based uh, site that tries to encourage coaches, um, helps them, gives them a lot of literature, a lot of videos, a lot of things to help them and uh, encourage them uh, to touch lives. I think we can take uh, one thing to heaven with us, and uh, that's soul. Um we're not going to be taking any of our championship rings or, you know, some of the prizes and things that uh, everybody, you know, tries to put up there is, is um, the thing to play for every year. You know, I always try to say, uh, let's play for the king, not a ring. Uh, you know, we are heirs uh, for the king. And because he's our father, so we're a child of God, um, you know, we do have the right and uh, we got the strength and the courage and the Holy Spirit in us to do special things. And so, I just want to encourage coaches out there to take a look at that if they get a chance. Well, thank you, Coach. And I want to encourage all the fans to get out there, buy your season tickets, get out there and support these young student-athletes as they they continue their education, they learn how to live their lives, and they compete within the NAI. It's great basketball. Coach Bostwick, thank you so much. We appreciate the time. It's been a real pleasure having you on. Billy, thank you for your support of NAI basketball, man. I really appreciate this. I'm going to... Let everybody I know know about your uh, podcast. You're doing great things, buddy. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate that, Coach Bostwick. Coach Bostwick, Oklahoma Wesleyan, thank you very much. Yeah, God bless, brother.